Welcome to the podcast. Today I will be joined by Mason Ryan, where we will be talking about Section 251 of the Criminal Code of Canada, is also known more commonly as the abortion laws. So guys, let's get started off uh, with the background of the uh, law uh, to make sure our listeners know what the law was. We know that the abortion laws were enacted back in 1869. This was a time where society was male-dominated, women were only seen as property, and politicians were all men. The point of the law was to basically keep women from aborting their fetus. It didn't matter the circumstance, either because of a health issue the baby was causing or because they didn't want the fetus. For example, they got impregnated because they were raped. Exactly. We also know that the law was very religious, as was society at this time. I I remember I had to write a report for my religion class back in grade 9 for assisted suicide. And one of the things that really pertained to abortion was, and I quote, "Um, The Roman Catholic Church has a set time where it believes a human is alive, and when a human dies, the set time that a human life is started is when the egg is fertilized. So, that's why abortion is a very controversial topic. It all depends on when you classify when a human as alive. Yes, uh, the people who are usually against abortion share this uh, belief that the Catholic Church does, and that by terminating a pregnancy, you are killing one of God's creatures, which is technically against the Bible. And... That's the weird part, because I bet everyone's killed uh, one of God's creatures in the form of a fly before. (laughs) Pretty much, I think that we have gone enough into the background of the law. Let's focus now on how this law maintained inequality. Well, we touched on it a bit when we were looking at the background of the law. Women back in this time were told what to do, and they were not allowed to make decisions for themselves. Sadly, yes. Society also back in this time viewed women as property. Um, Either she was owned by her parents, or when she was married, she was owned by her husband. Just to touch a bit on what Ryan said, politics back then were all male. So that's just another example of how male-dominant society was when this law was first enacted. If I am correct... I am pretty sure the law was struck down in the late 80s, right? Yeah, so uh, basically over time there were slight changes to the law. For example, back in 1969, so basically a whole century after the law was enacted, Pierre Trudeau uh, changed the law so that a woman could get an abortion if the baby was deemed a detriment to her health. We can fast forward a couple of years to 1973 when an abortion activist and physician named Henry Morgan Taylor was prosecuted after he made it public that he had conducted over 5,000 illegal abortions across his clinics in Canada. For those who don't know Morgan Taylor, he was born in Poland in 1923 and he was the son of Jewish social activists. Sadly, around this time, if you were a Jew living in Europe, things were not about to go well for you. 
uh, both of his parents were killed in the Holocaust while he survived through the horrors of Auschwitz and Dachau. Yeah, he lived through a lot of really horrible things when he was young. But even in his older age, he always had to live through the fact that he could be thrown in jail for uh, for conducting these abortions. And um, in the this 1973 um, conviction, right, and prosecution, uh, he got extremely lucky because the jury found him not guilty of violating the law. And so his, his charges were dropped. But even after this very kind of close um, uh, call with the law, he kept still trying to make a change. He was still performing these abortions. And then there is um, until a police raid of one of his uh, clinics in Toronto, I think it was in uh, 1984, uh, him and two of his uh, colleagues were charged with uh, conspiring to procure a miscarriage. And they would then appear in front of the Supreme Court of Canada in 1988. If I remember correctly, this was the beginning of the famous R.V. Morgenthaler case, where by the end of the Supreme Court of Canada ruled that Section 251 of the Criminal Code of Canada violated S7 of the Charter, which caused the law to be struck down. Correct. Now I think we can start to talk about the legacy of the law, because uh, believe it or not, there are still long-lasting effects that the law has caused to these people wanting abortions. One of these effects is based off the availability of abortion. Although the law is no longer in effect, provinces are still restricting the practice, which makes it tough for women in certain areas of Canada to access a place to get a safe abortion. Then... Even after the law was deemed unconstitutional, there have been many attempts at the federal level to bring the law back. And even now, thinking of it, not just at the federal level, there are always protests going on about how we should not have abortion offered at the hospital. Well, on this very sad note, I think we're going to end it here. I would like to thank you guys uh, for your time and opinions. And also, I would like to thank our listeners for listening to us talk about this very sad and controversial topic. Podcast editing and writing done by me. Script editing done by me, Mason, and Ryan.